0: Let's go. I got big dreams. I'm going to do big things. Hey, you see me on the big screen, looking so clean. I don't move slow. I move fast, right past anybody taking life for granted. It's yeah, too bad. I'd be grateful for everything that I have. You only got this life, you don't get it back. Make the most of it, become the best that I can. Everybody, look at me. I got a plan. Leslie and I hurried back to our office, our minds buzzing with the whirlwind of thoughts that the afternoon had brought us. Our fingers danced across the keyboard as we meticulously crafted a letter seeking permission to explore the potential purchase of a more promising venture that had unexpectedly crossed our path. Mr. Rodriguez's seemingly plateaued yet overpriced business had sparked a desire for something a little bit more dynamic, and we found that on our way back to the office. Just as we were deeply engrossed in our task, Leslie's personal cell phone chimed with a melodic tone. With a courteous smile, she excused herself and gracefully slipped into a nearby conference room. Left alone, I focused on finishing up our work, stealing glances at the emotions playing across Leslie's face through the conference room's glass walls. When she returned, a subtle air of trauma clung to her. Politeness prevailed as she inquired if there was anything else she could assist with. I assured her that our tasks for the day were completed, but concern lingered in my mind and I asked, are you okay? She sighed, managing a half-smile, and said, yeah, I just got some news. Turns out that her long-lost father, whom she'd never really known but had been searching for, was discovered in Orlando. He was found under a car, apparently having spent the night there in a drunken stupor. The owner of the car mentioned that if it weren't for his feet sticking out, they might have started the car and just driven off without suspecting a thing. Her father is now in custody in a local jail. Wow, that's a lot to unpack, I said. The absurdity of the situation struck us both, and we found ourselves laughing a little bit at the whole notion of him sleeping underneath a car but it just goes to show that there are unexpected turns that life can take. Wanting to offer support, I sincerely told her, well, if there's anything I can do, please let me know. She appreciated the sentiment, bid me goodbye, and as she left, I extended her a wish for a happy Thanksgiving. And just before disappearing around the corner, she reminded me that there was a turkey in the fridge for me, which was a yearly tradition from the company. What's the matter? What's the matter? I'll tell you what the matter is. I just carried a frozen turkey across town. What? Yeah, a frozen turkey. Apparently, work gives them away each year. What are we going to do with a frozen turkey while we're in Texas? Well, we could donate it since we're not going to be around for Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, I have my moments. The two of us gathered in our cozy living room with our phones in hand, connecting with family and friends just the week before Thanksgiving. Occasionally, laughter would echo through the air as we shared stories and exchanged heartfelt messages with one another and our loved ones. The checklist for our trip loomed before us. In the midst of planning, we decided to treat ourselves to a laid-back evening. Pretty soon, there was a knock at the door with someone handing us a pizza and a bottle of... Pinot Noir by Bogle. With each slice, we savored the evening and each other's company. And as the night unfolded, we found ourselves engrossed in each other's joyous company, gradually forgetting about the stresses of the preparation. And with a final sip of wine, we retired for the night and went to bed feeling no pain. The next morning, as I awakened, I saw Andrea begin to stir herself Her hair tousled in front of her face. She tried to blink away the remnants of sleep and turned to see me. Her blue eyes reflecting in the morning light, already awake and smiling. I raised my hand to brush the hair behind her ears. And in that moment, the warmth of the cozy blanket wrapped around us made it very difficult to get up and try to leave. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, gorgeous. Did you sleep well? Like a dream, especially with you by my side. I love waking up next to you. I could really get used to this. Mmm, me too. It's like every morning is a new promise, and being with you makes it even more special. Careful, you'll make me fall in love with you all over again. Mm. is that even possible? I feel so lucky that you're right here with me right now. But... We do have a very big weekend getting ready for our trip back to Texas. So, how about we get dressed and go have some coffee? Oh, bless you. It's official. I just fell in love with you all over again. Wait, you are buying, right? Oh my gosh. You are just too cute. Despite the challenges, Tommy remained dedicated to his daughter's well-being, desperate to try and hold his family together. To shield Valerie from the hostility at home, Tommy made it a point to spend every available moment he could exploring the vibrant streets of Manhattan with her. On the weekdays, Emily managed to maintain a semblance of normalcy at her workplace, but her colleagues could sense the unhappiness lurking beneath the surface. The once-vibrant and ambitious woman seemed trapped in a cycle of discontent, her spirit eroded by the struggles she faced. Tommy, with his duty to serve as an FBI agent and his commitment to being present as a father, faced a growing dilemma. He yearned for a stable and nurturing environment for Valerie, yet felt an obligation to help Emily confront her demons. The internal conflict intensified as he grappled with the dual responsibilities of his personal and And professional life. As Tommy delved deeper into his investigations at the FBI, he found himself drawing on the resilience he had developed at home. The skills he had honed in managing the difficult family situation proved invaluable in navigating the complexities of his work. Despite the challenges, Tommy remained steadfast in his determination to create a better life for Valerie. Tommy strives to balance his demands of a career, the needs of his daughter, and the unraveling world of his troubled wife. It becomes a test of strength for him as a father and a husband and an FBI agent. But he is determined to bring stability and happiness to these three delicate intertwined lives. On this particular crisp November Sunday, Tommy found himself at Rockefeller Plaza, watching Valerie skate on the iconic ice rink. The holiday lights sparkled. As Valerie twirled on the ice, her laughter echoed through the air, dispelling the reason that they came to be at this place. The decision to visit Rockefeller Plaza on that particular day had been an impulsive one, a desperate attempt by Tommy to escape the hostile atmosphere that had consumed their home. The night before had been especially tumultuous. Emily, in the grip of her alcoholic-induced rage, had become physically aggressive. Her outbursts escalated to the point where Tommy felt he had no choice but to protect himself and Valerie. As the echoes of Emily's angry tirade reverberated throughout their small apartment, Tommy swiftly gathered a backpack with Valerie, and tightly clutching her favorite stuffed animal, they fled the violent scene. With a heavy heart and no concrete plan, Tommy hailed a taxi, as he and his daughter sought at a hotel for the night. The next day, Tommy and Val went out for breakfast and had the best time. Then around noon, they went to Rockefeller Plaza. As they walked along Fifth Street, Valerie instinctively reached up for her daddy's hand and gently wrapped all of her tiny fingers around one of his fingers. They entered into the plaza. They saw the twinkling lights, the festive decorations, the lively activity of all the people skating. Or just watching as they talked to family friends or perhaps complete strangers it was simply the relaxed happy ambiance of this space and time in this moment that provided a stark contrast to the darkness they had just left behind tommy determined to shield his daughter from the trauma they had experienced decided to immerse themselves in the magic of the moment The chilly air and the laughter of children and the joyful melodies playing in the background created a cocoon of safety for the father and daughter tommy's attention was focused on valerie but soon drawn to a familiar and radiant couple andrea and i our laughter and easy camaraderie were infectious and it was evident that our love created an undeniable warmth as tommy observed us he couldn't help but be reminded of the days when he and Emily had shared such a similar connection. A time when their love had lit up their world. Lost in that thought, Tommy's contemplation was interrupted by his daughter's excited voice calling out to Andy. Andy! Val! Watch my upright spin! Awesome! Come ski with me. Okay, sis, I'm coming. Valerie exuded an irresistible charm with her wide-eyed innocence and contagious joy that seems to radiate from within. Her tousled hair framed a cherubic face, adorned with smattering of freckles, and her infectious laughter was like a melody that brightens any room. An old soul in a petite frame, disguised as a six-year-old full of love, Valerie's curiosity is reflected in the sparkle of her eyes, making every discovery an enchanting adventure. With a heart as pure as her smile, Valerie embodied the epitome of cuteness, a delightful blend of warmth, curiosity, and the untamed spirit of childhood. With a huge smile on her face, Andrea joined Valerie on the ice, effortlessly gliding alongside of her. I approached Tommy, my eyes keenly aware that he had a weight on his shoulders. I began by saying, "Tommy." You seem a bit distant. Is everything all right? He hesitated for a moment, caught off guard by my perception. He looked back at Valerie and Andrea, their laughter ringing in the air, and he turned to me with a sigh. I guess I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately, he admitted. Life has been tough, and I can't help but wonder where it all went wrong. I gave Tommy a compassionate gaze, nodded understandingly, and said, It's never easy, Tommy, but sometimes the path to finding peace starts with acknowledging the pain. We continued to watch Valerie and Andrea on the ice. I shared my own experiences of overcoming adversity and finding strength in unexpected places. Tommy found comfort in my words, realizing that he was not alone in facing life's challenges. The conversation deepened, and I gently encouraged Tommy to confront the issues with his family. I spoke of the power of communication and the resilience of the human spirit. Inspired by my words of wisdom and the love radiating from Valerie and Andrea on the ice, it appeared he felt a renewed sense of hope. As the day unfolded at Rockefeller Plaza, Tommy began to see a path forward. The laughter of his daughter, the wisdom of a newfound friend, and the reminder of love that once illuminated his own life contributed to a growing resolve within him. Amidst the holiday cheer, Tommy grappled with the reality of his fractured family and the uncertain road ahead. But in that moment, as Valerie twirled on the ice, he was determined to create a space of happiness and healing, even if it meant confronting the difficult challenge that lay ahead. We soon said our goodbyes. Valerie, as a matter of habit, held onto her daddy's finger as they walked into the Lego store across the street. After a while, in the creative and imaginative store, they exited onto Fifth Street to catch a taxi home. The journey back from Rockefeller Plaza was a somber one. Upon entering, they found Emily slouched on the couch, an empty bottle of alcohol by her side. Her demeanor had shifted from aggression to vulnerability, her eyes swollen from tears. Tommy guided Valerie to her room, encouraging her to get dressed and ready for bed. Emily's slurred words echoed in the background, pleading for Tommy to come love her like he used to. Tommy was weary from the emotional roller coaster, and gently but firmly told Emily that she was too intoxicated to grasp the gravity of the situation. She admitted she needed help and she wanted it all to stop, but that was met with a mix of relief and skepticism. Emily succumbed to the sedative effects of the alcohol and passed out. He carefully put Valerie to bed, tucked her in for the night. The little girl, ever perceptive, asked if Mommy was okay. Tommy, choosing his words carefully, explained that Mommy was not feeling well and needed some rest. Valerie in her innocence declared that her intention was to make Mommy feel better by creating a card with a drawing of a rose, the flower that always seemed to bring a glimmer of joy to Emily's face. The next morning dawned with a hesitant sense of optimism. Tommy woke up to find Valerie already at the kitchen table, earnestly working on her homemade card as she said she would. He noticed that Emily's presence was conspicuously absent. There was a sinking feeling in Tommy's stomach as he subtly searched the apartment very discreetly only to discover Emily was gone. Panic set in when he realized that she in fact was and noticed so was his wallet.